Welcome to episode 4 of Smash or Pass, your premium dynasty market value show, part of the Smash Accept network of podcasts. I'm your host, Michael Royer. You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty underscore DadFF. I forgot my handle there. Fantasy Nerd Boy, you know, we, we started throwing your reg. It's been a while, man. We haven't had a chance to chop it up. Super excited. You know, we missed a week and it almost felt like it felt like longer than that. But I'm excited. There's so many trades. Super Bowl's over and my inbox is just flooded with trades. I'm excited to chop it up with you tonight here. Yeah, yeah, I'm pumped to be back. I uh, Last week was a little tough. Um, my dad's been dealing with an illness and um, he gave us a little scare and you know, he's doing a lot better now and he's, he's, you know, he's coming around and he's stable. Um, he's a big fantasy guy. He's a big supporter of me, um, in general. So I want to, you know, give him a shout out and say, I love you pops. Um, he's doing, he's doing great. He definitely listens every chance he gets. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back and excited for the show tonight. That's awesome. And like I said, he's been in our prayers and, you know, we're, we're a close knit community here when it comes to smash except. So, you know, I'm glad you shared it. that Mung. Here we are, man. We're we're uh, tech, just ready to chop up trades like you and I started this this entire thing. Episode one twenty seven of Smash Total Smash or Pass number four. Ready to just talk some trades. Yeah, I mean that really is kind of the meat that we uh, we really kicked off the the podcast with, and we always love talking trades. Uh, I think that's the best gauge of how you currently value a player is when you actually get a trade offer, right? Mm-hmm. Because we know that player values can change so quickly, whether it's signing with a team in free agency, whether it's an injury or any any other scenario that can quickly uh, either tank or increase a player's value. So yeah, glad to talk trades. Uh, glad Nerd Boy's dad is doing better. And uh, yeah, let's get to it. Yeah. And I know we, you know, we, when we started Smash Accept, it was all about trades and covering trades and different angles of trades and then you know when when nerd boy and i started up smash or pass it's more of the values and try to things and i'm i'm just excited to kind of blend them all super excited also that the patreon has finally like officially launched you know it wasn't the ghetto little thing on twitter now we have you know multiple different tiers and packages you know from from just three dollars a month to be in the discord and have access to to nerd boy mung myself john you know and be part of that community um up all the way up to you know ten dollars a month, where you have like strategy sessions with with some of us every quarter and and get the, our rankings and all these different things. So if you guys want to be a part of that community, like like I always said, like when we started it on Twitter, it was you know your girlfriend, your your you know your coworkers, your friends, they're tired of hearing about your fantasy teams. We love breaking it down, and there's just a a group of guys in there that are the same. You know, like we're all just trying to make each other better. So if you guys want to be a part of that community, you know, hit us up, and it, our, our Patreon is officially loaded, so we can hook you guys up from there. So let's jump right in. Like our our questions, and we're we're soon going to be launching Smash Eight. You know, and I know that's crazy, but the guys that are in Smash One through Seven, they're like, let's get in another one. We're giving it to the guys in the Patreon first, and one of those guys um, sent in the first trade. That's Jason Aguirre. 
So on this side, and I want both you guys that will start breaking things down here. It looks like 12-team super flex. This one's a little bit deep. You know, he gets he ends up getting Drake London, a 24 first, 212, and a 24 third. For James Conner, A.J. Brown, a 24 second, and uh, we'll say Jermichael Hasty for, for some reason he's thrown in that deal. But we're going to start with you, nerd boy. Let's break this one down a little bit. I mean, there's some... You and I and Mung, we all three of us absolutely love Drake London, but you got AJ Brown on the other side. Break this trade down for me and let me know which side you like. Yeah, so we're talking London 112. And what were the picks? It was two. Well, it's, well, London 212, 24 third, and a 24 first. Okay. And then the other side's Connor, J, uh, Michael Hasty, AJ Brown, and a 24 second. I like the, the Hasty move there. You know, <laughs> nice, nice throw in. Um, I, I think London and a 24 first is a smash for AJ Brown right now. Um, you know, I, I'm really high on the 24 class and um, I think that that's really good to, you know, insulate that trade a little bit. And, and like I said, on the last um, smasher pass that I'm, I'm big on London too. And um, I don't, I don't mind that trade at all. Um, as far as the AJ Brown London, um, you know, Connor, I think definitely holds some decent value. Um, he's one of the guys that I would probably buy on the cheap, um, just because I think Arizona is going to try to stretch out another year of just Connor in that backfield. Yeah. Yeah. Doing much in that backfield. Um, they could surprise me, but I think Connor is going to be big value, um, where he's going in startups and, and what he's actually going to cost in a trade. Um, but I think it it's close, um, you know. I yeah, I think it, it all really stems down on what that twenty four first looks like. You know, if that's a late twenty four first, then I think the AJ Brown side wins just by a slight pick. But if that's mid or better, I think this that side is only going to appreciate James Conner. You know, by the time we get into the season, he's going to only continue to depreciate once we get later on in the season. Um, I think. You know, you look at 212 and 24 second, let's negate those. So, Mung, if you got to look at it, just breaking down James Conner and A.J. Brown or London a 24 first and a 24 third, you know, how does that look for you? Because, I mean, A.J. Brown is that alpha of 25 years old. London looks to be on the cusp of a, of, of a breakout here. Right, and I think it's definitely a pretty close trade overall. Pretty fair for both sides here. For me, it just comes down to uh, I would rather have A.J. Brown in the second, slightly over London in the first. Um, mm -hmm. Right now, you know, I, I think, again, it's very close in value. But one thing that kind of swings it for me is uh, A.J. Brown's value is extremely high right now. So if you are selling, I do think you could get a little bit more. And on top of that, I, I do think the Eagles, uh, who led in the majority of their games in the second half this past season, could need to throw a little bit more. So I do lean the brown side slightly here. Uh, Mike, if, if I'm coming to you right now and I I'm in, I have A.J. Brown, right? Or you have A.J. Brown and I'm coming to you. What do I need to add on top of London to get A.J. Brown or, or vice versa there? I mean, what pick in 23? So this is a random 24 first. So would you do a random 24 first in London for Brown? And if it, we're talking 23 class, what's, what's the divider there? You know, like I know a lot of people... Personally, I'd be insulating from A.J. Brown down to London. But either way, whichever way you want to go, what kind of trade are you looking for? Yeah, so I think A.J. Brown is about 102 in this class. I'm not going to put him above um, Bijan. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we discussed earlier that we have London at the five range, give or take. Um, so you're talking 105 to 102. Um, and that could vary based on builds. Um, I think the 24 first can easily jump you into the 102 from the 105, um, depending on what that team needs and, and, and exactly what direction they're going in. Um, it's, it's tough to say without context because that 104 could be a Caleb Williams or it could be a Drake may or, um, you know, and that could just be, I have those guys above the 101 in this class. So, um, for context, you have have AJ Brown. I say, Hey man, Drake London in a 24 first smash or pass. If, if I'm competing, I want AJ Brown, you know, if I'm going for it this year, I, I still want AJ Brown because although I'm high on London, um, just like Monk said, it's, you know, AJ Brown's proven and he's in an offense that's going to hum this year. And we don't really know what's going to happen with Atlanta this year. I have no idea um, if Ritter's the guy, if they're going to make moves, if, you know, Arthur Smith is going to do anything to, to actually um, show the people and, and show that their, their investments are, are worthwhile. Um, to get them going in that offense and to get that humming, like just like the the Eagles are doing right now. So I, I'll definitely take AJ Brown if I'm going for it. I'll take the 24 first in London if I think I'm sitting out this year and I'm building for the future. So very directional. I got that. Next one uh, sent in from our boy V Pizzle. Uh, happy birthday, by the way. It is his birthday. If you guys saw any of the uh, the ranking graphics that were, came out, he did those. I know he does a bunch of nerd boys as well. Awesome guy. He's in that in that Patreon Discord. He sent a couple in, but the one I want to talk about here, Mung, is is we're looking at AJ Brown and a twenty four four, or Stefan Diggs and a twenty four second. So this is kind of a, an an interesting one. He said right now he is he's not. It's one of the top teams, but it's not an absolute dominant team. Sorry, give me that one more time. Stefan Diggs, 24 second, or Amon Ross St. Brown in a 24 4. Uh, well, first off, when you guys send in trades, you really don't need to include the fourth set. You know, <laughs> any, anything I, beyond <laughs> those. Uh, I, I understand getting that little extra on top to maybe swing a trade. Uh, and that's a sweetener. Try that's to it. Do that. Right, yeah. definitely. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, when we're evaluating trades, I, I don't know that that really swings it a whole lot, uh, one one way or the other. Um, uh, that one's tough. I, I think it really depends on whether you're competing uh, or whether you're looking to retool a little bit here because Diggs is getting up there. Again, he's not, he's not the kind of receiver that necessarily relies on speed, so I'm not too worried about him. Uh, he's more in that you know, Keenan Allen type mode, right? Where I'm not too worried about him, even in his early thirties. So I, I would lean slightly uh, digs in the second here. Um, but again, another pretty close one overall. I'm going to go with on, on this one and then I'm going to kick it over to Mike. Uh, personally, I am, if I can give a 24 second, I talk about this a lot. If I got a guy like Stefan Diggs, who's 28 turning 29 years old, if I can add a 24 second to get six years, five, six years younger and and move up. You know, right now I got Diggs as my wide receiver 11. Amon Ra is my wide receiver six. And Amon Ra had better production this year. So I'm always willing to 
to use that almost to buy some extra years is kind of how I look at some a deal like this, right? Like I'm I'm giving that a kind of almost reverse insulation. I'm paying that to make sure I get a little bit younger. Yeah, I agree. I think I, I would take him on over Diggs. Um, I have a lot of context actually with this trade though, because it's one of my leagues and um, I know V Pizzle didn't mention this, but it is a Devi league and in a Devi league, those, those picks are depleted mm-hmm. significantly. You know, you have to think of a second as like a fourth in a traditional dynasty league. And then a fourth as um, nothing. <laughs> so like you know, absolutely nothing. Yeah, about a six rounder if you want to go that deep into the um to the actual uh, rookie draft. But um, I will take Amon because of what you mentioned. You know, um, without context, I still would lean that way because of the years that he's going to have. Even though Diggs is attached to one of the best you know quarterbacks in the league right now, um, and I think that is going to just keep his value at a steady pace. Mm-hmm. Um, but like anybody at that age, you know, I think he's 30 or 29 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to, he's going to slow down. He's going to hit that wall and Amon's going to keep it going for another, at least five years. Um, so I'll have to, I'll have to side with Amon on that. While we're on Amon Ross St. Brown, another guy, Sam Eichenlaub, hope I pronounced that right. Now this is a little bit more of uh, you know, he gave up Jerry Judy in the two Oh two Jerry Judy, you know, obviously, with Russell Wilson news and, and and Sean Payton, and he was really cooking there. You know, the final three weeks of the season, you know, wide receiver three, wide receiver 10, wide receiver 27. So, I mean, he was really starting to get get some chemistry going there when he was healthy, and, and Hackett was out of the way. Uh, Mike, if he's coming to you here, you know, we're looking at, do you want 202 and Judy, or you want Amon Rice St. Brown? You know, I think Judy probably falls somewhere in that, you know, 18 to 24 range, you know, that, that wide receiver two. I feel like that 202 is just a, a fire area of the draft, but is it enough to sway you to move Amon Ross St. Brown? Yeah, I'm a big Judy guy, actually. So I, I do love Judy. So even with that in mind, I think I still take uh, St. Brown there. Um, I think you might see some similar production, um, you know, and, and I think I would still take st brown because of the value that he holds right now yeah it's not necessarily about the production for me because there's a lot of time left before the season starts and you could take him and flip him for two firsts you could do what you want with him Mm -hmm. um so i think i would take the better asset at this moment but that's not to say that i don't think judy i think he can be a, a big riser this year Judy is that Judy's, perfect guy that we're gonna go, try to make an insulated trade for right now. You know, yeah, I did that. He's my favorite. favorite I, absolutely. Buy. That's yeah. I, I put it in my you know my Valentine's Day. The guys that I love that I'm trying to buy, and Judy was that one. You know, he was one of those wide receivers. After Wilson on the buy high for me, it's Jerry Judy, and I, I feel like you can absolutely dominate some insulated trades here. If this was 106. I'm in, you know, I feel like there you're getting two firsts. I think Judy has risen up in value to a point where he's worth a late 23 first, but I feel like I'm on Ross St. Brown is at least a mid and a late, you know, you're almost still getting, getting two for him. Um, mm-hmm. 
Mung, anything to chime in on that one? I mean, you know, John and I did a, a podcast on the second round picks and that hot zone, that 112 to 204 range, or it, it's very fluid on how it's moving. The 202 looks like it's going to be a nice piece. Maybe Josh Downs, maybe, you know, uh, some of these running backs that might fall in there, maybe a Tank Bigsby. Uh, where are you real? Where are you at on this one? I know we've kind of really come in full circle with Amon Ross St. Brown. Are you willing to give him up for Judy in the two hundred two? Uh, I'm with you guys on this one. Uh, I would lean Amon Ross St. Brown here as well. Uh, again, you know, as you said, some nice, interesting pieces potentially still available there at two hundred two, but it's too low of a pick for me uh, to bridge the gap there. I. 202 is perfect to, to lead in because then another guy from the Patreon, it's at CCIPPPP. I'm just going to go at, I'm not even sure how to go with that, but he made an absolute smash except, and there's, there's no debating on this one. He got the 202 for Ezekiel Elliott. And I feel like that is a move right now where in that 202 range, like I said, I said Tanks Bigsby. I've seen Sean Tucker go in that area. Mike, I know you, you've you been doing a ton of mock drafts. And based off what we did last week, I mean, with, with those running backs, this is an area where that is, it feels like almost getting a first round type value for Ezekiel Elliott. And we're way past that. I have no idea how he did this or who did this with him. And then he made another one with the same guy. He got a 24 first for Joe Mixon, too. So I'm like, he sent two of them in there. And I was like, hey, hey, ring the bell, man. Like, you are taking care of business moving off these running backs. Yeah, I mean, you got to block that name out because everyone's going to be shooting trades over to him after this. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's great because there is a ton of value. And I think I've made this comparison before where you're looking at um, 2020, you know, when all that – crazy value got pushed back and yeah um, there's there's you know possibly four quarterbacks just like 2020 that are going to go in the first round so then that's you know we didn't see that last year we saw all the wide receivers and the two running backs and that was the whole first round you know no quarterback to push anything back whereas here we're going to see everything getting pushed back to you know the early second mid second even late second is going to be crazy um which is, is great. And if you can get an aging running back for, you know, possibly a uh, cornerstone piece for your fantasy team, that's that's an amazing smash right there. Yeah, move up to that 112 to 204 range. I mean, honestly, you're talking about those four quarterbacks. John and I did our, our podcast on the second round. I mean, that we were going off of Garrett Price's mock that he did, and he had Bigsby going to Buffalo, Tucker going to, to Cincinnati, Spears going to Miami. Like, there's going to be running backs that are just pushed up into that area. And, like, guys like Booty and Downs, and, I mean, there's going to be some serious, serious value. And I'm, I'm really advocating for people to move up from that late second to that mid to early second, or even moving, you know, after you get past five, maybe moving back from, like, six to that 202 area. He did send in another trade, and this one, Mung, this one's, this one's exciting, you know. So this is one. Uh, side one is Justin Herbert, twelve team super flex. Side one is just Justin Herbert. Side two, Deshaun Watson, AJ Dillon, a twenty four first, and then there's the four oh nine and three oh seven. But we're gonna get those out of the way because you know we we've already established that. So AJ Dillon, Deshaun Watson, and a twenty four first for Justin Herbert. Yeah, I, I would take the package here. Um, I think the gap between Herbert and Watson is less than a first. And uh, getting A.J. Dillon on top, um, regardless of what you think is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay and Aaron Jones, 
uh, going forward. I, I think the value is definitely on the package side here. Okay. Uh, I have I have Herbert as kind of a bounce back for this year. He's my QB5. Watson's, I have his QB10. So it really depends to me where that 24 first is. You know, and A.J. Dillon's a nice little piece to add in there. Mike, if, they, if you're assessing this deal, you taking the Watson 24 first and Dillon, or are you taking Justin Herbert? Um, I think I would take the Watson side, although I agree that I think Herbert's going to, you know, come back to life and, and definitely rise up a little bit. But I think the same could be said about Watson. I think right. he's going to, he's going to rise too. So I think they're both going to rise together. Um, you know, so that, that gap will probably stay the same as far as where they are right now. Um, and I think, even with that, like Monk said, that there's probably not a 24 first um, between them. Yeah. But yeah, two guys that I really love for next year that, that are pretty good buys um, given their down years. And this is one where I think because of the time of year where you can really win. I mean, personally right now I have Herbert as a first over Watson, but I feel like as the off season goes by and as we start to get some buzz and there's more weapons, you know, going into Cleveland and we start to get, you know, a couple, even once we get a couple good games from Watson, you know, we, I, I believe he shakes that rust off and this is a way where you can make that trade insulated trade now and then use that 24 first for something later, you know, once Watson starts popping off a little bit. Now, Sticking with the quarterbacks, this trade here blows my mind. Mung, you and I both commented on on Twitter, so I want to start with Mike. This is a big boy deal. Like This is sent in from at trade underscore dino. That's dino trade. Patrick Mahomes and Justin Jefferson is on side one, Mike. I mean, when you're talking this, you you know that side two is going to be juicy. Side two is... Trevor Lawrence, the 101 and the 104. Twitter right now has it at 5149. So they have this thing really close. But you look at Patrick Mahomes and Justin Jefferson. Or yeah, it's Mahomes Lawrence. and Jefferson. Um, hands down. I'm blown away. It's that close. I mean, There's, Mahomes, Mahomes is winning 5149. Yeah, it should be very easily Mahomes and Justin Jefferson. Because um, if I come to you today and I say, hey, man, Trevor Lawrence and the 104 for Mahomes, I'm saying no. I want Mahomes still. You know, yeah. like just, it's getting closer, much yeah. higher than the one hundred and one for me too. So there's nothing, and um, there's a disconnect there. That. Yeah. So right now in startups, the one hundred and one and and Justin Jefferson might go one or two spots away, but they're not worth the same amount of value. Like they're I, in my estimation, because we're going to talk about a couple trades in here made Jefferson basically for Bijan and a little plus. There definitely is a disconnect between startup value at that eight, once you get past those seven quarterbacks of what happens between Jefferson and everything else. So that's actually something I love to harp on though, because you can take the startup value and you can really use it to your advantage. You know, absolutely. You can take the startup value, go into a startup with one of your buddies and just say, okay, Bijan went one spot after Jefferson Mm -hmm. and then go into the league that you're in with him beforehand and offer Bijan and a third for Jefferson and just say, Hey, they just went back to back or, you know, it's just, it's great to have that on base and then kind of use that, um, to value and also so sometimes you can manipulate values that way too um, yeah and, and you get that you you have the safety there and I, I've probably advised on this like five or six to now where I've said give up a mid 23 second or a 24 second on top of Bijan and get Jefferson and the peace of mind there is unbelievable right I mean you're getting the longevity and you're getting the wide receiver one or 1a 1b with, with Chase 
and it's set it and forget it as opposed to let's see where Bijan goes. I mean, you know, in the Garrett Price mock, he went to, to the Eagles. But if he got, there's some scenarios where his value, his value arguably is peaked right now. Like it literally can't go anywhere. You know, like just Jonathan Taylor, after being the RB1 and being only 23 years old, was what, 106, you know, at its peak. Bijan's going 109 right now. Not a lot of room to move around. Mung, if, if, if you're selling, if you're giving, or what's the difference for you right now between Mahomes and Trevor Lawrence in, in rookie picks? I mean, is the 104 isn't enough. If I come to you with Trevor Lawrence and the 101 for Mahomes, would you accept that? Uh, I think that would be close. At least, you know, I would have to think about that one. But ultimately, I would want a little bit more on top. And, you know, I think part of the issue is Mahomes just won the Super Bowl. So his ADP is currently uh, propped up, or not ADP, because he's pretty much the 101 or 102 yeah. in Superflex. But his perceived value is just even higher right now for some just based on the Super Bowl hype. I don't think that should actually matter because his value was already high. Um, but in general, when you're trading a player who could you could argue is in a tier of his own for both Mahomes and Jefferson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, I think you need just really a ton of picks on top of some good prospects because, you know, Lawrence and Bijan both have, uh, you know, extremely high upside. But at the same time, you have to remember that any pick can bust, right? We all love the rookies. Every single 2023 rookie right now is going to be, you know, going to the moon, right? Is going to be amazing, going to be smashing in fantasy. And then you get to week three and you're like, wow, uh, they're not even on the field or, uh, you know, they're fumbling, they're fumbling and they're getting benched or whatever it might be. Um, you just need more, as you would say, insulation when you're moving down from an elite, elite dynasty asset like a Mahomes or Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, I'm there. I mean, I I think this is just to the fact that this is fifty one forty nine blows my mind. It really does, and that just so go it's out rookie there. Rookie fever season. That's why it, we're getting it really rookie is. fever, John. Uh, that's that's beautiful, um, nerd boy. Let's talk about one you did here, which I kind of like. Um, so we talked about Drake London. Talk to me a little bit about. So you get Drake London, you give up Jamison Williams to two oh eight. And Donovan Peoples-Jones, I know you, you know you like Peoples-Jones, and we're all pretty big on Jamison Williams, but you go in here and, and, and go after London. Yeah, I kind of put my, my money where my mouth was, where you know I, I said that I would take any other um, wideout in this class and you know go for London off of them, whether it's trying to tear down from Olave or tear up from um, Jamison. I, well, actually, I can't say anyone because Garrett Wilson is definitely up there. Um, but, yeah, I know Mung's not going to like it. But, yeah, I added DPJ in um, a late second in a league where um, I'm pretty draft capital rich as far yeah. as, you know, owning, you know, three first and several seconds and having yeah. not enough roster spots actually for the draft class and um, the picks that I have coming in. So it made it made sense in the sense that I'm, I'm going to get, you know, an elite asset um, in London and then yeah. – clear up some roster spots for the um, incoming class for me as well. I like it a lot because I think the difference between Jamison Williams and London is like the 202, 203, and Donovan Peoples-Jones is not a guy that you're going to get a lot of assets for, but you package Peoples-Jones in the 208, that moves you into that same area, bridges the gap. I think it's a very fair trade, but Mung, Jamison Williams, 208, Donovan Peoples-Jones, or Drake London? 
Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I don't know why Nerd Boy thinks I, I don't like this one because I think that's a, a pretty solid move for London. Um, again, I think the, the ceiling is immensely high for Jameson Williams, uh, but again, there are plenty of question marks still. So while I do um, have them fairly close in my rankings, I, I think a late second and Donovan Peoples-Jones isn't a whole lot to give up to get to what I think is still the better wide receiver in both real life uh, and for fantasy, which is Drake London. So I, I like that move. I like the other one that you made that you sent in too, is getting A.J. Brown for Devonta Smith in a 25 first. I think Devonta Smith in a 24 first, if you're, if you're kind of trying to insulate and rebuild a 25 first, man, that is an absolute smash, except I got to congratulate you on that one. Not a lot to break down other than I, I love that one. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to say anything. I know he's listening too. No, I thought it was – I think it's fair because I know – Chinox, you're listening right now, and I think you, you. I love Devonta, so I mean, yeah. hey. Oh yeah, no, it, it can it can work both ways. The next one sent in. We already talked a little bit about Trevor Lawrence in the 101. This one sent in from at Malden underscore Luke. The 101 or Trevor Lawrence. Um, Mung, they go very similar again in ADP. I don't think the value lines up quite the same, but I think both of them go in that same area. Uh, Mung, you taking the 101? Or Trevor Lawrence. So you have Trevor Lawrence. I'd come to you and offer you the 101 smash or pass. Uh, that is a tough one um, because, honestly, I think it depends on scoring settings a little bit. Um, points per carry, I, I I don't think it'd be crazy. Throw to... in a little context. It is a rebuild. Yeah, I, I think it ultimately depends on your knowledge of the league and what you think you can get for the 101. Mm-hmm. Um, in a rebuild, maybe, uh, maybe the quarterback makes more sense, but at the same time, um, you know, Bijan's plenty young, uh, I, again, I, oof, this one's so tough because I, I re- it really comes down to what you think you'll be able to flip the one oh one for come rookie draft day. That's the key um, to it. When all. It's on I, the clock. Yeah. Cause right now, Trevor Lawrence, it's 70, 30. Like if I'm looking at it right now like that's how twitter has it if i look at it i want trevor lawrence because i trevor trevor lawrence is a safer value you build if you're in a rebuild we talk about it all the time you build around quarterbacks and wide receivers however mike right now you know i advised the guy today to deal the, the 101 for the 102 and the 104 i just did my my thread on stroud i love stroud i love young he's in a scenario now where he's potentially getting gibbs and stroud or young whoever your favorite is for you know, Bijan Robinson in a in a rebuild situation. So Mung had a great point there because if I come to you today and say, "Hey, man, Trevor Lawrence or the 102 and 104," I feel like is a different conversation than the 101. You see, there's there's like a disconnect between the ADP, between the rookie draft, and between the actual values right now that I think is really exploitable. Yeah, yeah, you're right because you know people see the 101 and they think it's you know more valuable than the 102 and the 104, the 102 and the 105. That blows my mind. Um, And that's not the case because you're talking about, you know, um, JT for, you know, Trevor Lawrence and Swift or something, you know. When you look at that now, um, what are you going to do? I think I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence and Swift all day, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But – you know, it's it's tough for people to think that way. But, I mean, if it's your team and, and you're QB needy, um, taking that 101 and, and trading back to gain that value is 
the move. You have and to it's, do that. It's know your league. I mean, right now, like we we were saying in the beginning of this process, hey, don't trade the one on one till you're on the clock. Now I'm arguing that it is like such a valuable piece. I'm putting it out there. You know, I'm not trading it for. I saw a guy the other trade it for the 107 and 109. No, you need to be in that top five to get yourself Stroud, Young, Gibbs, JSN. If you can get two of those guys, I think it. I think it's a nice play. If you can, if you're talking later picks, I, I'm out on that. But I think you got to at least float Bijan out there and get an idea. I got another one sent in here from. I'm gonna have to pull this up. Uh, Cody Butler. He sent in, hey, Dynasty Dad, got a massive deal here and I need your help. Uh, Justin Jefferson or the 101, the 105, and what will be a top three 24 first. You know, you don't see a lot of Justin Jefferson trades. We have a bunch of them on this podcast. But, I mean, Mike, this one's a smash except for me. If you're getting the 101, the 105, and a potential top three, it's hard to move off of Justin Jefferson. But when we talk about this and you're getting Bijan, you're getting either JSN or Gibbs, and then you're getting a potentially top three pick next year, and we know those are going to be absolute fire as well. Yeah, it's definitely the pick side. Um, you're right. I don't I don't see a lot of trades with Jefferson where I would you know, handedly go with the other side. But um, if it is truly a top three, 24 first, it's, it's got to be the pick side. Um, I don't always – I take that, that – top three pick thing with a grain of salt because there's no guarantees yeah. a year out from now and or even he sent he sent the rest of his team in i mean his quarterbacks uh, joe burrow and dak he does not have an rb1 his rb2 is rashad white he has cd lamb dj moore you know he's got a nice little nucleus there where cd lamb can easily jump into his wide receiver one spot i know you love him i love him you know this is a spot where mung justin jefferson we just talked about he's a tough guy to try to sell but i mean if if you get that shot to get the 101 the 105 and a 24 first and i did say the same thing as mike like hey as long as you know this is top three to five you're not talking a random 24 first because then it's 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 close for the 101 and the 105 but i think this first you want to make sure it's at least mid uh, I mean, yeah, it's a smash accept, and I'm not sure I'm even, you know, that close with you guys because it could be the 112 in 2024, and I would still make that deal. Oh, all right, all right. So, hey, we got the next one here, and this one's sent in from Fantasy Polster. Mung, he tagged you, he tagged me, and he even put Trey Lance's middle name as Bay. So we got Trey, <laughs> Trey Bay Lance, or the 109. Man, like, is this 10-team Superflex? So I know that that lessens the value of the quarterback a little bit. But, I mean, the 109, like, man, I, I know the one. it's a smash except to take Trey Lance. How high are we willing to buy in on Trey Lance right now? I mean, what rookie pick, if someone came to you, would be that one where you're okay? That's like that threshold of, I'll pay this, but I won't pay that. Yeah, I think I replied to the tweet where I have Lance just above, you know, Young and Stroud. So, you know, that 1.02 plus a second. And, and pretty much I'm just holding Lance in the leagues where I have him because no one's really willing to pay that much, right? No. Um, because his value is depressed. But to me, there's just not that much more security if you're taking Young or Stroud. Um, wherever they end up, uh, I doubt it'll be – uh, with a head coach as good as Kyle Shanahan or with a bevy of receiving weapons uh, like the Niners have. So I just don't know what you're really expecting unless you're so certain in your own, you know, quarterback film study that these guys are going to succeed at, whereas Lance won't because 
again, to me, there's not a whole lot of difference between him and those two other guys in this quarterback class. Um, and whereas he is still set up to succeed more. Mike, we're looking at right now, probably market value on Trey Lance, 105, 106 range. Is this, and he's just, when you and I did that first startup in Smash 7, he was going 108 range. So he is moving his way up there. Uh, if I came to you, same question, like what's the max that you'd pay and right now based off of market value? And what's the, you know, what, what are we looking to do? Are you looking to, to buy or sell in that range? Yeah, I would, I would buy with the 105. Um, I think that's probably the highest I'm willing to go right now. And I'm, I'm a big Trey Lance guy and it's not because I don't believe he's as good as Stroud or young or has that ability to, um, exceed the value of those players. I just think right now he's not there. So I wouldn't pay more than, you know, what he's currently valued at. Um, but I am buying him where I can buy him. You know, it's, it's tough him. right now. Like, I feel like he's a nice, like a nice insulated type move, right? Like I, I feel like you could scale down. If you really believe you could scale down off of Lawrence or, or down off of fields. I, I think you can get plus plus off some of those big guys. For me, I would might try to scale up. I think maybe like, I mean, you could get a top three pick on top of Lance for Herbert for sure. You know, and then you get your, you get two shots in that area. But I think we're in an area where he's a nice insulated value. But the tricky part is like another trade sent him from Leona Reese. He put, he has Lance, so he's trying to buy Purdy. He gave up Derrick Henry and the 212 for Brock Purdy and the 204. You know, so like there you're almost giving up Derrick Henry for Brock Purdy. So many people out there, I mean, what do we do with Brock Purdy then? Because I, I also, I'm, I'm with Mung. I mean, I believe Lance is going to be that starter. I, I, was, I was shocked to see this because for me, I've been trying to sell my Purdy shares and it's been difficult. Yeah, uh, I would never trade Derrick Henry for Brock Purdy. Um, that yeah, the two hundred four, two twelve. I know we said how juicy it is, but like, not not that juicy. I was like, please don't Purdy's do this. Not there for me. I mean, he's going to be a, a great backup. Um, he's going to. He definitely showed that he belongs in the league. Um, I don't think that he's going to ever be the starter unless there's an injury or um, something goes insanely wrong with Trey Lance, but, um, you know, I, I would not pay more than a late, a late, very late second for Brock Purdy right now. Um, and you know, I, I wouldn't buy, I probably want to sell if I can, but good. Like it. Uh, another trade sent in from Tomer. His name is at Shimshon 89. Mung, I'm going to come to you first. And I just want you to say pick or the player. For for a smash here on the first one, Jacoby Myers or the two twelve? Oh, smash Jacoby Myers! Thank uh, you. you. Know, whether he stays in New England or goes elsewhere, I think he's going to continue to see plenty of target volume. This feels like Christian Kirk two right? He's going to get a bag. He's going to go somewhere after some some decent production. So I mean, I I like that a lot. Uh, Mike one oh eight or Michael Pittman? Uh, I'll take the one oh eight. Yeah, I agree. It, it yeah. feels like Pittman's worth the 109, though, right? Like, it, it, it's kind of close. Like, 1-9, 1-10. I think Pittman gets a perceived bump here pretty soon once they get a quarterback, you know, because he can't get worse quarterback play, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, another one sent in from Arizona Bryce T. I like that name. Mm -hmm. uh, we're looking at side one gets Jamar Chase. 
Side two, Devonta Smith, Jahan Dotson, 108-109. Nerd Boy, hit me up here because I helped him work through this one. The original one on the Devonta side was actually Amari Cooper. He was able to get Devonta in there. So Devonta, 108-109, Jahan Dotson, Cole Komet, or Jamar Chase in a 12-team Superflex. Um, These are studs. Like Our listeners, yeah. our guys in the Patreon, guys – People are dealing studs right now, and it blows my mind. Yeah. Um, that's very close for me because 108, 109, Devonta. Um, I love what I saw from from the Slim Reaper at the end of the season. And mm-hmm. um, I think A.J. Brown and him are going to alternate uh, one days, you know, where we're going to see him put up the numbers, and then, you know, A.J. Brown's going to, you know, follow that up next game and um, – uh, and then Dotson, I, I think, has um, a pretty good um, chance of, of being the one um, over Terry, to be honest. Um, I don't I know they paid him, but um, just his skill set is, you know, he, he can easily um, be a yak machine, I, I think. Mean, we talk about four quarters aren't worth a dollar, but. I mean, Devonta Smith is a 50-cent piece. You get a quarter in the 108, a quarter in the 109, a quarter for Dotson, a quarter for Komet. If you could start them all, I, I was I was saying go for it, it. In my mind, it's three first and an early second for, yeah. for Chase. And that's exactly what I would probably need to, to sell him. You know? Yeah, and I, I was um, like, when he came to me with Amari Cooper, I said, I can't do it. Like, I don't want Amari Cooper in that situation. Mung, is this enough for you to move Chase? You know, we, we're talking about moving studs here, but you're looking at three plus firsts for Chase and, and some some insulation of guys that we know that can can compete. I know you like Dotson. We love Smith. It, it feels like a nice move for me. Yeah, and I, I think part of the part of the thing here is Chase on a talent level is pretty close to Justin Jefferson. Yes. Um, but from a fantasy standpoint, if you look at Justin Jefferson's points per game, I mean they're far more consistent, and he ha- hits far higher ceilings, which Chase does hit as well. Um, but at the end of the day, very few wide receivers are worth pretty much four firsts in value. Here is mm-hmm. what I would call it. Um, and I would take that, especially with, you know, obviously you would prefer the first to be a little bit higher, but in Superflex, the 1 8 and 1 9, you're still getting solid um, running backs, quarterbacks, and wide receivers at mm-hmm. that point in the draft this year. So I, I think I would uh, sell Chase for that. And, and, you know, we talked, I think, maybe a couple weeks ago on the, on the last show uh, that I am pretty high on Dotson as well. Yep, I love that. Uh, this one, another blockbuster sent in from Dynasty Trade Analyzer. Another guy always always active in the community and sending things in. 12-team Superflex tight end premium. Well, I, I'm going to start with you on this one, Nerd Boy, because it's got one of your boys in there. But he sent Kenneth Walker, DJ Moore, Greg Dolchich, Cole Komet in a 24-second. He received Kyle Pitts in the 103. Um. All right, hit, hit me with that package again. Right. We're talking Dolch. The package side Komet. is winning on Twitter right now, 58 to 42. He sent Kenneth Walker, DJ Moore, Komet, Dolchich, and a late 24 second for Pitts in the 103 in a tight end premium. 
Um, yeah, so I, I think the pick, the 103 and Walker kind of, you know, eliminate Agreed. each other. Um, so right now, the, about- the three's a little above Walker, but they, you're right. Those guys almost maybe the three – yeah, that kind of negates that off. So then you then you get down to DJ Moore, Dolchich, Komet, and a second for Pitts. And I'm kind of like, I, I don't own any Pitts. I know you we were selling, but I'm I'm kind of low key buying. I mean that feels that feels pretty nice. Yeah, I just took him in a startup. Um, I think in the fourth round, so I, I couldn't pass that up. But ah, uh, you know, I, you're getting what you think is the short thing in pits where, you know, Dolch um, is definitely somebody I'm buying right now too. I love him in the, in that offense. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. It's tough for me. DJ Moore. I'm ready to call it quits on him. I, I have. Um, That's why I'm taking this one. I'm taking the pit side. I, I think it's fair. You know, I think I, I probably would take Pitts because, you know, I don't want all those. I don't want to free all those roster spots. I think that's really what it comes down to. I don't want all those players in one trade. That just seems like I'm moving one player to for five players, and it it's not gonna. I don't know. I'll just take Pitts for that reason, I guess. Yeah, it, it's tough when you do. I mean, you got to look at like you said, the roster spots you give up. I mean, sometimes a three for one isn't necessarily a great deal. Mung, if they come to you and you're like Walker, Moore, Dolchich, Komet, second, that's a lot of names, or Pitts in the 103, also knowing what you can do maybe to move that 103 to another QB needy team. I mean, I think if he has his quarterbacks in place, that 103 could be gold as well. Yeah, and I do think, you know, Walker and the 103 are fairly close in value. Um but uh, to me, this comes down to Pitts versus Moore and, you know, some ancillary pieces. I'm not crazy high on Dulcich, Komet. Um, and then obviously the second is a nice piece. But again, that's another year out as well. And, you know, as you said, I don't, I don't know that I'm out on Moore because I think he's definitely flashed talent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he's much of a red zone threat. I mean, we've seen the lack of touchdowns throughout his seasons in the NFL so far. So he's really going to have to rely – on volume and almost be, you know, kind of like Keenan Allen type where he gets 150 targets, you know, plus mm-hmm. uh, to really, to really get that kind of production that you're trying to get. Um, so yeah, I, I would lean the pits in the one Oh three side here as well. We, we've been asking for DJ Moore to get a quarterback. I mean, can we get, can we get CJ Stroud in Carolina? This is and the protect year. Him, you know, like, I mean, he's 25. Yeah. Here, here's the thing sometimes though, is like a guy like that, no matter what he does this season, unless he's top five, the value is not going to change much just because of the perception of where he is. And sometimes you can use that to your to your advantage. Like a guy I was talking about the other day with Daniel Jones is, you know, he asked me why I have C.J. Stroud and and uh, Bryce Young over Daniel Jones. I'm like, he's never going to be worth the 102. He could be the QB eight again this year, and because of his first two seasons, there's zero percent chance he'll be worth more than the 102. You know, coming so, up, you know, like, use that to your – what's that? I made a spicy one the other day. I did uh, the 103 for Daniel Jones and the 108, actually. Okay. Yeah, but you're not going to give him up for that 103. Like, that's where people were coming at me. Like, there's a disconnect there between, you know, I, I did my rankings. I had the QB 12 and 13 as that 102, 103. And then there's two of Daniel Jones and, and Cousins where you almost feel like they fall all the way back to – 
what one eight? You know, like how, how what's the highest that you would pay for? I mean, cause Tua might be like one oh five, one oh six, but the rest of them there that it really falls back that way where we're not paying up. Yeah, I don't think I would ever pay a one one oh eight for Cousins or Daniel Jones. Um, right. I think they're closer to the one twelve um, range with Goff and and even Pickett in totally that area. Right. So the next one sent in from Tom Barkley. That's at top top weight Tom. Building from the floor up, he put. 12-team super flex. Now this one, it's a lot to digest. So it's the 103, the 203, the 303. The guy just said, I'll just take all my picks. The 310, the 24 second, or the 107, the 109, the 202, and the 212. So let's look at the difference between the 103 and the 107 for me is pretty large. You know, like I, I think we're we're talking it, it's a it's a decent size gap. So if you had to choose right now today, Mike, the one oh three, the two oh three, or the one oh seven and the one oh nine, out of just that core part of this, what are you taking? Uh one oh three. Yeah, um, I, I would too, and that's why I, I find this one then the rest of it's the two oh two, the two twelve, or the three oh three, three ten, and twenty four second and there's not a huge difference there. I mean, like for me, I want the 202, but it's not so much that I want to give up that quarterback. I'm not selling these picks for other picks right now. I'll sell these picks for an established player yeah. right now. I'll sell them for like I did, like a Daniel Jones in the 108 right. for the 103. I'll, I'll do something like that, but I'm not going to tear down right now. When I this feels like on- one of those cheap startup moves, you know, where that guy doesn't want to fully commit. So he's like, I move up two spots here, two spots there, move around. You know, this is one I think you're – I want the 103, and I think you're going to be able to extrapolate more value on that one. Um, We have a lot to go through here yet, so I'm going to keep going. Mung, Kyler Murray, this one's sent in from at High T Denny. Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson and a random 24 first? Oh, I would – Smash Kyler Murray. Um, yes, originally this one. There's a whole lot to talk about here. This one was a 24 second originally, but Twitter has this really close. I mean, they have it at 57 43, Mung, and I was like, I was dumbfounded by that. I mean, this just screams go buy Kyler Murray if you can make that kind of paying a 24 first to literally cut off eight years of age and have a lot more upside seems like an absolute smash. Yeah, I think maybe Russell Wilson's value really rebounded with a couple of nice games towards the end of the season. And then also with Sean Payton coming, right? I think that's really what has bolstered his value mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks. Um, but, I mean, he's still, you know, mid-30s. Um, we'll see what, what ends up happening with Payton's offense that he decides to implement in Denver. But, yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray's still so young, and he adds – I mean, he's basically prime Russell Wilson, right, with all the the rushing production that you get from him, and that's that's what you want. Yeah, I mean, I know when, when we were debating a little bit in the Patreon, Kyler Murray versus the 102, 103, I have since moved Kyler above that, you know, because there was an – it looks like he is, you know, six weeks post-surgery. You see him on the bike. You see him starting to work out. And I think, I mean, nerd boy, if you can get Kyler Murray for a, what would perceive to be – a mid to late 24 second and Russell Wilson, I feel like that's a move that you got to hit every single time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're not even close in value for, for me at least. Um, I like Russ for this year. You know, I think he's going to be um, a good bounce back candidate, um, especially with what Mung was saying with Peyton yeah. coming in. And, you know, um, 
just that coaching change alone is probably going to do wonders for him um, because I don't think he was used correctly or they weren't really doing the Russ offense. They were making him do something that was completely uncomfortable for him. And you can see that on the field. It was a lot of frustration. So, um, but it's not even close, you know, um, what are you paying Kyler. for Russ? Because, I mean, I got him in smash one for the 112. I think if you can get a late first, you know, maybe 110 to 112 range or 24 first that feels mid-ish, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm commi- I, would, I, can, I can buy for that. Yeah, I would absolutely buy him for a 112. I would probably buy him for the 108. Um, okay, wow. All right. So, yeah, if yeah. you guys can get it. Um, Monks, same, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think we were looking at Russell Wilson as a guy that probably could be a back end QB one this year. Uh, Mung, I mean, if people are asking you that question, what are, what are you willing to pay when it comes to Russell Wilson as well? Yeah, I, I think in that one nine to one twelve ish range is about right. Um, but I, I mean, just jumping back real quick to what you guys were talking about previously, I would have. Cousins and Daniel Jones significantly higher uh, than the Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, you know, Geno oh, Smith yeah. type of tier. Um, so I think if, if you can, uh, like, I, I love that trade, the 103 for the Daniel Jones plus the 108, because I That's think beautiful. he could outproduce Stroud and Young for the foreseeable future, um, but he, his value is nowhere near that. Like, you don't need to pay that kind of premium for Daniel Jones, even though his rushing production was. Yeah, I mean, close to on par with Lamar Jackson in points per game. I mean, he's a he's a white dude, but he's fast, man. <laughs> I, I think it's nice there because you have so many different options at the 108. Like if you only if Daniel Jones is your second quarterback or even your third quarterback with a an aging guy, and you take Anthony Richardson at 18, who has tremendous upside, and if he pans out, you win that trade huge. You have you know Jordan Addison falls into that area. You know, I think that was a definite win. Uh, another trade sent in from Trust Your Board podcast. It said 12-team, one quarterback. So I think everybody has to pay attention to that when you see it. When it's Superflex versus one quarterback, I mean, this year is is a little bit different. Cooper Cup or Alec Pierce, the 202 and a 24 first. Um, Mung, we'll start with you on that one. I mean, I'm getting a lot of Cup questions right now. People are wanting to go out there and buy Cooper Cup. And I think, you know, 1-8 range, I think is a great deal. Maybe 1-6, but I, I'm not willing to pay that. Are you willing to pay Alec Pierce 202 and a 24 first? Twitter has it really yeah, close. I, I think that's about right for Cooper Cup. Uh, I'm not. I'm not an, an Alec. Excuse me, Alec Pierce believer. I will, I will said that like three times. I had to like <laughs> say it over in, in my head. Yeah, I, I try to get players' names right because at the end of the day, you know, details matter. But uh, I, yeah, I think it, it's a fine move if you're contending because I do expect you know with Sean McVay committing to returning. Uh, to the Rams mm-hmm. um, and Stafford, hopefully healthy uh, for the start of training camp uh, after that neck injury derailed his season. I, I think both Cup and Stafford are bounce back candidates. And if you have a strong contending roster, and especially in one quarterback too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know that make that devalues the two hundred two slightly because you're not uh, propping up all those quarterbacks into the first round in superflex. So I, I think I would lean Cup, but overall it's pretty fair. Mike, when you're, I, I'm, I'm sure you're getting that question a lot too. Is like people are starting to think about points again, where where everyone else is selling rookie picks. What's that line for you of like, if you have Cooper Cup, what's the lowest you'd sell him for? And then if you're buying Cooper Cup, because I, I think I get this question a lot, and people don't seem to understand. Mike is there is a buying price and there is a selling price, 
And just because we talk about dynasty market value on Smasher Pass, it's not the same thing. You know, like buying a player, this is what I'd buy him for, but this is what I'd sell him for. You know, it's just like you're going out there buying a car, you're going out there and buying something, you're doing it for a profit. You know, you're not trying to buy it for the same thing you're selling it as. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like you said, it's different buying and selling and, and, you know, selling cup, I would, I would try to do an insulated deal where I am getting a younger, you know, somebody that's a little farther back. Um, like Jerry Judy, value, a Judy and even a, a second, I would probably deal similar to what, um, you know, I think it was, uh, Sam got, um, Amon for, you know, I think you could probably get a cup for that too. Judy in the second, or um, that's something that I would definitely deal cup for. Um, Cause I think he goes in the third or fourth round of startup still. So he's still got a good amount of value. Um, and if I'm, if I'm moving off of cup, I would try to, um, or I'm sorry, if I'm buying cup, um, I don't mind that deal that you just mentioned where it's Alec and, the 24 first, um, I think I would, I would try to shoot, um, depending on that roster, if they're aging out or if cup just doesn't fit that roster anymore. Um, I would probably throw over like a Dotson, um, and maybe a pick swap there where there's a 23 second on Dotson and a, a 23 third on cup or, you know, something I like that. along those lines. Um, but, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I bought Cup for. I bought Cup for um, the 111 actually, not that long ago. Um, That's a and steal. That, felt, that felt great for me. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the point you just made. There is, I'm, I'm negotiating a deal right now where someone wants Jalen Hurts off my team, you know, and I, I I'm not trading Jalen Hurts without an overpay. And what I'm trying to do in those scenarios is I'm trying to move Dalvin Cook to get a younger player like you were talking about there about moving Jahan Dotson to get another piece. For me, if I'm on the other side, I'm trying to move a Dalvin Cook for a guy slightly in that maybe a little bit above, like in this particular situation. I'm trying I was like, yo, if I give you Dalvin, you give me Ramondre, win win. I take my running back, you get a little bit younger, you go win the title. You know what I mean? I think that kind of negotiation is the best way. Everyone's asking me, how do I get rid of Cook? How do I get rid of, you know, Fournette? How do I get rid of you know, the mixins? And it, you got to get creative. And I, I was talking about it with Zoltan. We were on the phone the other day for about 20 minutes and we were just, we were discussing some of these things. And it's just like, you got to almost disguise it, right? Like you got to almost find a way to get creative to make it look good for the other guy because you're trying to move out. Mung, I just saw a juicy one and I got to cover it. I got it. Ten team super flex sent in from Dale's Dead Bugs. Mahomes or Jamar Chase, Daniel Jones in the 103. This like literally hits us all in the feels buttons with with Chase, with Daniel Jones, who we're all buying the 103, which we, we were just talking about, and Mahomes. So it's a 10 teamer mung. You gotta have your studs. What are we doing here? Oof. Uh... Twitter has it fifty one forty nine, so they're not helping you out. Yeah, I don't know that there's a wrong answer here, but, uh, you know, like you said, 10 teams, you do need your studs. And while Chase is most definitely an elite player um, in super flex, I mean, as much as I love Daniel Jones, you might get some down weeks here and there from him. Mahomes, you have that insane floor, insane ceiling. And 
it's hard to ever trade away Mahomes unless you feel like it's a clear, clear overpay. And while this one is very fair, I would still take Mahomes. Nerd boy, same thing. A guy comes to you, you like Jones. You might at the three, you get Stroud or Young, and you get Chase. Depending, I mean, you know, there's a lot of things to play there, but in a vacuum, which value do you like more? Yeah, I wanted to cop out um, until you said in a vacuum. I know. You like to say We talk about the values so much here, right? Like the market values, and I feel like we're going up and down, but I'm like, in a vacuum, which way do you lean? In a a vacuum, um, I would take the package because of just, it's just, you know, all that value, um, you know, you could plug Daniel Jones in there with his rushing upside. Um, you're going to give up some points from Mahomes, but it's not going to be as significant as you think it is. Um, mm-hmm. If if they're, they get to that consistent flow and they get another pass catcher, like I think they're going to do this year, um, you know, and then Chase is going to make that up for you um, pretty easily. But, uh, and, you know, you take that 103, you either – take Stroud or you, you can easily turn that into another piece. Um, in a 10 team, you could, you could trade that for another top tier wide receiver. Um, I mean, it's just, there's too much value and I love Mahomes. Um, yeah, I agree that it, you need studs, but you can, you can turn that into an, a crazy package. If yeah, you as, really. as the one Oh three, I mean, you're right in that area where, you know, and you can have anybody, I mean, you could Garrett Wilson, you can have anybody you want outside of, you know, Chase Jefferson, Lamb. You could probably, you might even be able to get Waddle there or AJ Brown in the right situation if that guy needs a quarterback. But I, I value both of them over that 103. But that's kind of in that area. Mung, I got one more here. I, I lied. I didn't have one more. I, now I, this is the last one because I just saw a super flex trade go down. Joe Burrow for Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson. And Ooh, Twitter has it almost dead even. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just pure recency bias of a, a down few games back after not playing for two years for Deshaun Watson and then just the injury for Kyler Murray because he was very productive, especially in fantasy prior to that injury. And uh, Like I said, I, I put Joe Burrow into my top tier of quarterbacks at this point, uh, you know, just behind Hertz at four. But this is a smash for me for Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson. And nerd boy, I can't unhear Patrick Mahomes' dad saying, "Smoking that Joe Burrow," but are you going with the <laughs> Joe Burrow? Are you? I mean, you you can't turn down the two quarterbacks here, can you? You can't. No, it's no. crazy because Twitter. I don't trust you, Twitter. I think you're. you're <laughs> There's crazy. some trolls out there. Um, I don't trust Twitter because of the hate that Kyler Murray gets, and people are. But I'm you know, having trouble right. selling him. I, I went to a guy who's in a complete rebuild, and I said, hey, I got Kyler Murray, you know, I'm potentially because I have I have Josh Allen and, and Trey Lance. I was like, what do you want? He's like, I wouldn't give you anything above the 110. I'm like, well, we're done. You know, like I've been trying to float him, and I, I feel like there's unnecessary and unwanted hate on Kyler Murray where I've gone full circle where I said I was trading him. Now I'm buying him because the, the values I'm seeing are just absurd. So well, he's he's looked at as like an ad, an add-on in this trade, yeah. you know, because it's like almost like Burrow for Watson and Kyler Murray, you know, it's like an he's instant like a, super flex. Like he's like a twenty-three second Star- or something. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude, that's a smash. You got to yeah. smash. That. That's crazy. That's, yeah, you're looking at like that's my QB five versus my QB ten and eleven. You know, like you're just boom, yeah. get it done. Um, so 
this was fun, guys. You know, like this is the back to the core of it. Mung, I know you've got some things going on, so let's let's close it, wrap it up here, and let everybody know. You know, obviously where they can find you and what you're working on right now. Yeah, for sure. You guys can find me on Twitter at ffa underscore mung. That's m e n g. Um, and I will be coming out with updated off-season uh, dynasty rankings, both Superflex and one quarterback, in the next week or two. Uh, so make sure you watch for that drop. And Mike, I mean, I go back and forth. Sometimes I call you Nerd Boy. I don't think I've ever called you Mike, like not on the show. So you know, I'll, I'm, we'll, we'll iron it down one way or the other. But yeah, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Different name every time. You never know what's going to happen here. <laughs> I know um, we can't have too many mics on here. If there's another mic, you know, three mics is. I I had someone the other day be like, "Hey, good show." Uh, they were like, "Good show." The the other day, Mike, and I'm like, "Who are you calling Mike?" I'm dad. Yeah. What do you? That's my, what is that? Not to be confused. Government names out in the DMs. I right. Not, I don't want the government name not to be confused with the uh, the the burner account Dynasty Dad, who's out here giving bad advice. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Nerdboy Nerdboy Takes, um, and I am currently updating my rookie draft picks as far as rookie rankings go. Um, I'm also releasing. Um, you know, rookie um, analyst videos as far as I'm going to go into their tape and I'm going to um, play, do a deep dive into um, several of the rookies in this class. Um, and I'm just releasing that specifically to the Discord. Um, so if you're interested in a deep dive of the rookie class, definitely come on and, and join the Smash Discord um, so that you can kind of take a look at that and, you know, really get uh, a closer look at as far as the tape goes and, and what you're going to expect as far as um, what you can see from them the first year. Um, yeah. the league. That's awesome. man. I'm looking forward to that. And I know, you know, guys, $3 a month gets you in the discord where I'm putting all my rankings, everything I'm doing. Mung's doing it. Mike's doing it. John's doing it. And everybody's starting to really catch on and you have access to, to us at all times. I mean, honestly, I'm surprised at how quick, like everybody is just on top of it. So guys, check that out. Um, you know, Smash Except, we're always like saying, it's always enjoy the process. This one was sent in from, from Leo Val from Smash 7. He said, maybe for a closing, you know, he was, there was a quote. He said, remember when it comes to dynasty market value, price is what you pay, but value is what you get. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in. I still got to say, enjoy the process. We'll figure it out, you know. Yeah. We need a closing line. We need it, you know. 